In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, welcome to Paying It Forward today. It's Josephine here. I hope everybody is enjoying this last week of summer. You know, I feel a little sad, but a little glad um, with summer coming to an end. It's always a beautiful time of the year, but as a mom entrepreneur, it could be a little stressful having the children at home, trying to keep them entertained, and actually keeping our business on track. So everything changes next week, and kids are back in school full-time, and I am gearing up to have an incredible last quarter of 2012, and I'm doing lots of planning. So um, let me start with my business tip of the week. I was um, actually looking at an interview of Sarah Blakely this morning on Anderson Cooper's new um, website, and um, she was talking about how important it is to have your goal. Always look at your goal, but it's so important to plan your action of how you're going to actually achieve that goal. And then she said, just don't let anything get in your way. And I believe in that so much. Um, I look at Sarah Blakely almost as, um, of course, she's the inventor of Spanx. I talk about her quite often. But she came up with this idea and she just said, you know what? What makes me different from other women out there? She cut off, you know, the feet of her pantyhose. And here she is, the first woman billionaire. Um, I believe that's what they quoted her as in the Forbes magazine, but she said that she never took her eye off of her goal, and she she refused to let anything get in her way. She said she believed in her gut, and she followed her gut instincts. So hats off to Sarah Blakely, and let's hope I can do the same with Glovies. We're working hard on it. Okay, with that, I am excited to introduce my guest, Hector Hernandez, today. Hector came out with an incredible book. You don't need talent to succeed, but everything else counts. So I can't wait to hear more about his book, what made him come, you know, write the book and everything. So Hector has actually worked over 31 years. He's got 31 years of corporate experience with IBM as a global enablement and technology executive. He's got a very interesting story on how he actually got his way into IBM. So he is a true example of a go-getter. Today, he is a career and life-changing champion. 
He's inspired hundreds of people with his inspirational career and life-changing talks based on his personal commitment, starting at the bottom of the corporate ladder. Um, Being a minority himself, Hector understands what it takes to commit and succeed. He emigrated to the United States with his family at age 10, grew up in South Florida, and applied to IBM seven times before they even took notice. He started as a tape librarian on the third shift. He has traveled from continent to continent, bringing his energy, enthusiasm, and sensible advice to organizations and individuals across the globe. He speaks on career and life-making decisions, predicting your future and innovation. He not only believes, but he is proof that you don't need talent to succeed, but everything else counts. Although I truly believe Hector has a lot of talent, and I can't wait to talk about that, and he's truly successful too. He's an inventor, a college instructor, and has a BA in management from Barry University and an executive MBA in innovation commercialization from Florida Atlantic University. So with that, we welcome Hector to Paying It Forward. Thanks for being a part of our show today, Hector. Josephine, it's great to be with you. Thank you for that introduction. I really appreciate the time. Well, this is going to be a lot of fun because we have a lot to learn from you today, Hector. Thank you. All right. So tell us a little bit about your background as a child, Hector, did you ever think your life was going to turn out as successful as it has? So tell us a little bit about your upbringing and how you kind of, you know, I love the story about IBM, but let's get it firsthand from you and then tell us how you ended up really being the coach that you are today. Thanks, Josephine. Uh, Yep, it's, uh, you know, it's not any different than a lot of folks who are trying to figure it out. But for me, I guess it started when I was about 11 years old when uh, we were playing outside, if you will, uh, here in West Palm Beach, Florida. That's where I kind of grew up. I came from Cuba when I was 10. But um, I was playing, you know, playing outside, and this guy comes around a truck, if you will, and started asking the, 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 the people who outside, the kids outside, whether they wanted to uh, do a paper route. And I was kind of intrigued and interested in what every, why everybody was running up to this guy. And it was near my house, so there was no danger, if you will. So he started asking, and everybody around me, the other kids, didn't really understand what he was saying. And I kind of kept listening and listening. And, and I asked him a, you know, a question as an 11-year-old, and I said, a paper route, what does that mean? And he explained it to me, and I said, wow, you get to ride a bike, you get to throw things in people's porches. And I looked at it from a different angle, not necessarily from a work perspective, but from a what can I get out of this? Even at 11 years old, I was thinking about what does this really mean to me? And could, if I do make a little money, could I help my family with that? And that's what kind of my brain started shifting at an early age of understanding. Of course, my parents said, no, you can't be a paper boy. I don't even know what that is, riding a bike at 6 o'clock in the morning. Are you crazy? And after a while, I got my other two brothers to come on with me and influence my parents about it. They let us do it. And from there, it was just a way of starting to understand what it is to get up in the morning, what it is to go outside and, and actually fold the papers, put them on your bike, uh, collect the money, uh, people not paying you, all those challenges at a very young age. Uh, and then on top of that, my brothers would help me. 
Yeah, I I have to stop you for for one second to tell you I'm here laughing because you will not believe. I so often start my interviews out with this question, and I will tell you, nine out of ten of my guests give me the same response, that they started a paper route. And I was one of them, them, Hector. I was... I had three older brothers, and it was amazing, and I used to go around with my oldest brother. I even got bit by a German shepherd (laughs) with the paper route. That was one of the hazards of the job at the time, but Hector, it's so amazing to me how... I agree with you. How much we learned. We were running businesses before we were, you know, 12 years old, you know, and Uh it's amazing how many successful entrepreneurs today had a paper route. And and it's funny, uh, Josephine, you know, the first month that I collected from my, my, you know, my customers, if you will, that Uh first month, we made uh, the month, the whole month, we collected, and this is the truth, $3. (laughs) <laughs> and we said three dollars. Three dollars. How can it be three dollars? And right. that gave us the, the the signal to say, well, not everybody's paying you, so you got to get out there. And my parents, obviously, had a, a good upbringing with good parents, and that helps encouraged us after that because they saw that we were getting up in the morning. They saw that we were actually interested in this. And on Sundays, as you know, the paper's much bigger. So my dad had to get up and put them in his car, and we had to deliver the, the paper from the car. And it was a whole family thing after a while. I did that for about a year, year and a half. And then I worked uh, at Publix uh, Supermarket here in South Florida. Uh, uh-huh. And I learned again about customer service. I was only 15 years old. And again, it's not a unique story, but it started to get the brain going, and it started to really what I define success, and I define success this way, it's advancing confidently towards a worthy ideal. So if I think it's worth it, you're going to advance towards that. And in my mind, I thought that was something I wanted to do, and it was worth it for me to do these things. And, of course, when you have a little bit of encouragement, it helps. But advancing confidently towards a worthy ideal is probably the best prescription towards, you know, not just wasting time but advancing towards something you want. I think that's so important, Hector. But as entrepreneurs, a lot of times we get so caught up in what we're doing day to day that we don't know what that ideal is. And it's so important to sit back and really define success even for yourself, how it applies to you. And I think you're so right on target with that. Yeah, let me let me suggest something to the audience where you know, whatever you're advancing towards, let's, let's just for now say that whatever it is that I'm advancing towards is my goal. So there's a goal. There's something I want to go after. What you have to ask yourself is this, and this works every single time, Josephine, and your audience can, can use this as a framework to start to really shift the way they think about what they want or where they want to go, and this is it. You kind of identify what's worth it or the goal. Then you start to look at it and say, what has to be true for this to happen? For, mm-hmm. for the, the, the thing that I want in my life or what I want to move towards, what has to be true? So then you write down what has to be true. After you write down what has to be true, then you start thinking about what's keeping this truth from not happening. So now you've got the truth. You've got why some of these truths aren't happening for me. And then you say, okay, these are the things that I identify as the challenges. Now what am I going to do about each of these challenges this week, this month, and this quarter. Yeah, 
Oh, wow. So you break it down that way, and your brain allows you because you have the ability. That's the reason why I wrote the book, You Don't Need Talent to Succeed, because I really believe that we're all, have, we're all preloaded with all the abilities and all the pieces. What we need to do is now learn how to put the pieces together. But we all have the pieces. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter your financial situation. It doesn't matter your, your upbringing. It doesn't matter your circumstances. It's inside of you, and that's what I try to do in the book, as you know, is try to unlock yeah. people to understand that every time you understand the peace that you have already inside of you, you're unlocking yourself. I think this is great, and Hector, we're coming up on our first um, commercial already, uh-huh. but I can't wait to hear more about your book and more about how you worked your way into IBM and got all that incredible experience. So Thank you. We'll be back with Hector Hernandez in just a moment. Stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. It's time to awaken your creativity and unlock your greatness by listening to The Nancy Pristine Show every Thursday from noon to 2 Central Time on Toginet.com. Nancy is also known as the Happiness and Well-Being Ambassador. She's an award-winning author and radio talk show host. And every week on The Nancy Pristine Show, you'll hear tips, stories, and tested techniques from celebrities, star athletes, and executive business people. People who have achieved greatness in their field. Everyone deserves the ultimate life. And now you can create your own success story and achieve a brand new you by listening to The Nancy Pristine Show. The intent of The Nancy Pristine Show is to give you everything you need for happiness, well-being and success for more on nancy and the show check out her website nancy pristine that's p-r-i-s-t-i-n-e.com then listen up you will never settle for second best again you're going to love the nancy pristine show every thursday from 12 noon to 2 p.m central time on toginet.com fertility it's an extremely personal subject Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on Toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin, Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Back everyone, it's Josephine here. We have Hector Hernandez with us, and Hector's a career and life changing champion. Um, so let's go back, Hector, for one second, and let's talk about how you got into IBM. Absolutely, it's uh, you know, if you think back, or I think back on this, uh, I, I like to think that it was not realistic. Most things in our lives are not realistic. You look at them from a point of view that says, that's not going to happen. That can't happen. That's impossible. But for me, um, I wanted to originally be a dentist. Then I went to being a broadcaster. And then I 
was just out of high school, if you will, and I started going to the junior college, the local junior college, and didn't know really what I wanted to do. And I happened to be walking by a building that had these, I call them refrigerators at the time, didn't even know they were computers. And I got into their program. Uh, I started learning about what computers really were. And one of those classes, I asked the instructor, who is, what is, who's the top company? Who, who's the best company in this industry called uh, computers, if you will? And he said, well, IBM is one of the largest, and they're just up the road. And they were literally up the road. I was going in, well, uh, in a college here, and then maybe the IBM was maybe uh, 15 minutes from where I was. And I said, really? And how do you get in there? And the professor, well, the instructor basically said to me, you need to have a big-time degree to get in there. They only accept the big-time degrees. And mm-hmm. I immediately thought, well, that's not me. I'll never get in there because I'm struggling just with this course and just coming here. How am I going mm-hmm. to get a big-time degree? So a little bit of time went by, and I started learning a little more about computers and et cetera, et cetera. So I, I went on uh, and drove by the actual IBM building, stopped by, and asked for an application, took it home, read it, very complex application in my mind. I wrote my name down, wrote my address down, and I remember being so nervous that I sent it in just with my name and address, nothing else. I didn't even complete the application, right? So I sent it in, obviously didn't get a response back. I was wondering why they rejected me, not knowing, obviously, that I didn't complete the application. Maybe I didn't qualify. I applied again. I said, let me send the application again and see if somebody gives me the opportunity. And actually, I saw that I needed to fill out more stuff, so I filled it out and completed the application, sent it in, nothing. And the long story short is, you know, I also define success as applying six times and getting the job on the seventh time. Wow. Uh, that's, and, and I, you know, I went in, and they interviewed me, and they, you know, I started somehow, somewhere, I started communicating, I believe, in the right way, and the lady called up the manager, said, you got to talk to this young guy, and they talked to me. And I remember when the, the person who was interviewing me, the manager, was taking me upstairs to, to actually in his office. I was admiring the stairs. I was admiring the wall that I'd be in. I was admiring the carpet. And I asked the guy, I said, man, you guys got beautiful stairs. And he looked at me, what? What are you talking about? I said, the stairs are just beautiful. He said, yeah, okay. So he took me into his office. He interviewed me. And I started uh, about three weeks later. Uh, this was back in 1980. And I, um, you know, the rest is history for me because when I got into IBM, I really, really thought that everyone in IBM was a genius. I, that's my own mindset because I was told you needed all these degrees. Right. But I found out very quickly, Josephine, that there are people in every walk of life that just don't have ambition, that just don't have the energy. They're very complacent. And I found that out almost in the first three to six months of working there. And if you remember reading in the book, uh, third shift, you know, means that you're only there with a skeleton crew. There's only like mm-hmm. maybe 25 people and where we were. And I had my break at one point at 3 o'clock in the morning, started walking around, and I started admiring some of, those, some of the offices these, some of these executives had. I walked into an office, and I looked around. I saw these guys, all these certificates and degrees, and he had curtains, and he had a nice wood desk. And I said, wow. I even sat in it. And I started looking around. I said, wow, how did this guy achieve this? And I camped out the next morning or the next couple of days. I camped out to see who it was, and I saw this guy walk into his office. Then I got the nerve to sort of meet him and introduce myself. And he told me something that triggered my entire career. 
when I told mm-hmm. him that I worked on third shift, and he immediately said to me, that's a very important shift. Without oh, wow. third shift, we, this place doesn't run. And That's to me, amazing. that was the most powerful statement. It's so important, Hector. I agree with that comment so much because you have to, and I know throughout your book, you know, you're so inspirational and you say every person you come into contact with, the person giving, you know, your coffee in the morning, yep. no matter what deli or a coffee shop you go to, they're just as important as, let's say, yep. the CFO of the company. Yep. It's it's just important how Every piece to the puzzle when you're operating a business is so important. Every person adds to that bottom line and to that reputation of that company. Absolutely, Josephine. You said it beautifully. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, you can summarize it by saying that everybody counts. At the same time, everything you do counts, even what you don't do counts. And people, most people say, well, I don't need to do that. Well, you know what? If you don't do that, that also counts as much as if you do it. And it yeah. can start with a simple thank you. If you don't say thank you, it counts as much as if you said thank you. Yeah, I think you're so, so right. It's just so overwhelming, Hector, that years ago we used to sit down and we used to handwrite out thank you notes to everybody. But with today, I don't know. If it's just me, but I'm juggling an awful lot of balls besides juggling my radio show, I've got my gloves, business, I've got the kids, I've got the house, I've got the dog, the husband, the whole thing. I'm juggling so many balls that sometimes I feel so guilty to just send a quick email to say thank you so much for your time. But I agree with you. It is so, so important, no matter how much you go, that's going on in your life. Take the 15 seconds. Yeah, maybe I'm not sitting down and writing my handwritten note that I would really love to do, but it's important to take that step and take the 15 seconds if you have to, if that's all you have, to send that thank you note. Because in the end, you never know who's going to come around, you know, that might be able to help you take your step forward. Absolutely. Again, it's, again, no one ever said success or whatever you're, you're moving towards, whatever's worth it for you was not going to be exhausting or was not going to be time-consuming. What we have to do is we have to have what I'll call the four Ps in our life. And if we have the four Ps in our lives, we now have a better way to respond to the events that happen to us. So I have a, I've actually taken a formula that's been around a long time, and I've enhanced it. I call it, I hectorized it, and I, it, it's called E plus R equals O, but then I added E plus R divided by P equals O, and this is the way it kind of works, if, if I can explain this real quick. Um, yeah. The E is the event. Whatever's happening in your life is the event that's happening. You can't stop it. You can't predict it. It's going to happen, but what happens is most people don't know how to respond to the event, and the response that we have most of the time, we get what we call a conditional response. So if your language that you speak to your wife or you speak to your girlfriend or whoever, you're, whoever you live with or whoever you work with, if your language is not better than yesterday, that means that you are now conditioned to say, ah, you don't know anything, ah, forget it. I always tell you to do something, you never get it done. That's a conditional response. And there's a better way of actually responding, saying the same thing, but there's a better way of saying it. Do you need help? Which part didn't you understand that I told you yesterday? You know we have to get this done. Do you need help? You see the difference between the response first and the second response. So now, 
if your response is better, you're going to produce the O, and the O is better outcomes. The outcomes are going to improve a little bit, or they're going to also improve a lot because your response to the event has improved. It's much better than yesterday. So yeah. here's, here's what I recommend. If your response is not better than yesterday and you don't know how to shift that or how to make that better, you, what I say is go to your P's. And the four P's are this. The first P is your principles. Your principles is a very important part to making that response better. So what are your principles? What is your integrity, your credibility, your communications, the way you treat people? All those things have to be in check. You cannot compromise your first P. The second P is what is the purpose of me responding in, in the next way? How, if my response is this way, this is what I expect. If my response is that way, this is what I expect. So look at your principles. Look at your purpose. The next part is be prepared. Be prepared because if your response is not better, be prepared for something to happen, good or bad. And then the last P is people. Before you respond, consider the person or the people you're talking to. They count as well. So whenever you are in doubt, whenever you feel like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm about to handle this situation this way, think of your four Ps, your principles, your purpose, your preparation, and people. People are very important. How you respond to your wife, how you respond to your coworkers, how you respond to your employees is very important. You have sometimes have to ask yourself, why isn't this person performing the way I expected? And then you have to say, did I give them the training? Did I give them the resources? Did I give them good directions? Did I give them good instructions? So that's very important. Wow, I love that. So our equation one more time is E, which stands for event, plus R, which is a response. Yes. And the response is going to be divided by one of the four Ps, which yes. is principles, purpose, preparation, and people. And that is equal to your outcome. So, wow, that is a truly powerful equation because, Hector, I got to tell you, I grew up in a household where my mother always said, and it applies to my life today, yes. it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And so important that affects your outcome, which is exactly what you had talked about here. So I think that's a great point. Well, you know, it, it, goes, it goes on and on as far as what can you do to improve. And what I, my next book coming out in November is called Becoming Better Than We Used To Be. So hmm, how do I become that. better than I used to be? Not a new Hector, not a new Josephine, but a better one. Mm. Oh, I really like that a lot. That sounds like a great book, but wow, we have so much to talk about. We're coming up on another commercial. Can't believe it's half time already, Hector, but I can't wait to hear a little more about what really made you, like a lot of people talk about sitting down and writing a book, but what was it that was a turning point in your life that you said, you know what, I've been a professor, I've worked in corporate America, now it's time for me to share my information and really sit down and write a book. So I can't wait to hear what that turning event was that made you sit down and do it. And then I, I want to talk a little more about, you know, the book itself. So with that, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the book that Hector wrote, which is uh, You Don't Need Talent to Succeed, But Everything Else Counts. So we'll be back shortly, everyone. Stay tuned. Oh. 
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Lori Hurley, the social networking navigator, helps you overcome your overwhelm online and make social media easy. Every week, she shares the latest and greatest about social networking and welcomes industry experts and end users of different social media platforms to share their experiences moving their business forward online. Whether you are a Facebook fanatic or a lover of LinkedIn, Lori has you covered on all angles of social media, including Twitter, YouTube, blogging, Google+, and more. Lori shares her knowledge and love of educating others on all things social media with relevant material, engaging guests, and hot tips and techniques to help you soar down the social media highway. Join her every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Social Networking News Hour here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and calling show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Everyone, it's Josephine here, and we have Hector Hernandez with us today. So, Hector, tell us um, what that turning point was that made you write your book. Yes, Josephine. Here's you know, obviously, when you're in the business, or meaning when you wake up every morning and you have this thought in your mind that says, "How can I serve others? How can I help others?" And this started brewing in my mind. Uh, I would say the last 15, 17 years, and when I realized that I was in, already inside IBM at that time, already 15 plus years with the company, I started realizing that, you know, IBM is a big community of people. It's a huge. It's almost like a city. There's 400,000 employees worldwide. They're in 190 countries. There's all kinds of people inside IBM, and, and you know, to be being honest, there there is good and bad people. There are people who who steal things. There are people who share things. There are people who are jealous of others. There are people who are selfish. So it's like a big city, and I started understanding that if I could start to help people inside the company, if I can just share some of these ideas that I had learned all the way back from the paper route and walking around the building at 3 o'clock in the morning and sharing how I actually at that time had moved through the company. And by the way, just as a tidbit here, uh, it took me 10 years to finish my bachelor's degree and and 17 to finish my MBA. 
So oh, wow. it, it wasn't like an overnight thing, like I was going to school. And I got married at 19 years old. I've been married to the same woman, Paula, for 34 years. And wow. so it's a very important part that, that this doesn't happen just by chance. It happens because of certain choices you've made and certain ways of how you re- got better at the response of the events that happened in your life. So I wrote the book with all of these ideas, and I started collecting my own personal notes and things that I had done inside the company when I mentored and coached many, many employees. And I started writing just, just little notes on a napkin, if you will, and collecting these things. And over a period of time, I said, wow, there's some good information here. Let me share it with some people that care about me. Let me share it with some people who sort of believe in some of these things. And let me ask them what they thought if, you know, if this stuff makes sense to them. And many of them started making sense, and I said, you know what, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book that starts to share this philosophy of personal growth that is really, it really is centered around the commitment people make in their lives, which translates into the confidence that they need to move towards their worthy ideal. Remember, success is moving confidently towards a worthy ideal. Okay, so you talk about commitment, but Hector, can you define commitment a little better for us? Let me define it in this way. Confidence and commitment are in the same family. Let me do it this way. If you look at the word confidence, right, C-O-N-F-I-D-E-N-C-E, confidence. So The C in confidence in my world, or the way I think about it, is really commitment. If you commit, you now are going to gain confidence. The reason why I say that is because, think about it, commitment says, I am going to do this today. I am going to accomplish this today. I am going to accomplish this tomorrow. Commitment is dreams and goals with a date. So watch this now. See if you can follow this and your audience can follow. The C is commitment. The O and the N, O and the N says that if I am committed, I can now override negativity. So whenever I have negative thoughts that I cannot move forward or I cannot accomplish because whatever else is going in your life, you go back to the C, which says I am committed so I can override my negative thoughts. So O in the end, it says override negative thoughts. Hmm. The F says I can now move forward because I've now been able to shift the way I think. And the reason why you're able to do that is because it goes back to your commitment So now the F says, I am going to move forward. I'm going to continue moving forward because I know it's worth it for me. Then the I says, along the way, because of my commitment and because now I can override negativity and I am moving forward, I can influence people. And when you influence people, you now get closer to what you want in your life because you're influencing people to help you. You're influencing people to give you the right resources. You're influencing people for information. And influence is based on three things. If you can influence or get better at influencing people's beliefs, actions, and thoughts, you are on your way to whatever you want in your life. So you have to work on this. Commitment overrides negativity. Overriding negativity allows you to move forward. If you're moving forward, you gain influence. And then you come into what I call the D in confidence, which is you're going to make better decisions. And better decisions are going to allow you to even continue to move forward And then the other E in confidence says, I'm going to gain the experiences that I never would have gained if I wouldn't have committed to this. That means that there are people who are actually moving in the same direction as you, but you don't see them. But because they're committed, you're going to meet them along the way, 
and you're going to learn from them, and they're going to teach you, and you're going to teach them. And it's oh a wonderful gosh. thing. This is great, Hector. I mean, we're only up to eat, and we have a couple more letters to go, but this is one book in and of itself, Hector. Yeah, that's, this is part of my next book, but let me go forward real it's quick. It's powerful. Okay, we're up to N. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. The N says, I now can say no to the things I used to say yes to. And that's the key, too, because you have to be proud of what you say no to. If you're in school right now, if you're in school right now and you have homework and you say, well, I'll do homework later and I'll go out tonight, no, your commitment is different now. So now you can say, no, I'll be there later when I finish homework. That's a powerful thing because now you're able to say no to what you used to say yes to, and those yeses used to disrupt your life or interrupt your goals or interrupt where you're moving to. The so C true. is very powerful. The C is you're now going to be connected. Because of your commitment level and because you're able to override negativity and you're able to influence, you're going to be connected to the universe in a different way that you've never been connected to. I, ha- I am of the opinion that the universe knows who's committed and who's not committed. And if you are truly committed and you're moving towards your goal, the universe starts to put things in front of you. And really, at the end of the day, it's because you've gotten so good at overriding negative thoughts that now you're able to attract what you want in your life. And what you're attracting is everything that's going to get you even closer to the goal that you want. Wow. Now, the E is the biggest one of all, Josephine. This is where okay. people most, this is the big one, because doing this is not a Monday thing and a Tuesday I take a day off. It's an everyday thing. E is every day you've got to practice this. Every single day. You can't say, I'm going to take the weekends off and I'm not going to practice my commitment or I'm not going to be committed on the weekends. Again, I'm being a little facetious, but my point here is this is an everyday process and your life is better this way. Life is just better. When you're committed to your goal. I think this is so powerful because... In order to reach our goals, I just feel like we'll be happier individuals and we'll be paying it forward, so to speak, to everyone around us. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And, and somebody may be thinking, well, what about failure along the way? And here's what I say about failure. Failure is fine, but you've got to fail quickly. Okay, and learn you, from your mistakes. And that's yeah, you, one can't, thing, stay, you yeah. can't stay in that in that in that thought process of failure, you got to fail quickly. Here's the way you do it. You immediately call the person or people that care about you, and you, get, you hang around them, and they will lift you up because that's their nature. So what you want to do is start to have a team meeting, even though it's not a team meeting, but it's a team meeting through a phone call. It's a text. It's reading a, a quote that's going to inspire you, reading a passage real quick driving home a different direction. Don't go home the same way. Go home a different way tomorrow. If, if, you, if you're failing at something, don't do the same routine. Go home a different way. Look at a different billboard. Look at a, at a restaurant that you've never seen in that corner because you've always gone home the same way. Your mind starts to shift. Oh, I love it. I think that is so... It's so great. I can't wait to um, tweet some of your messages. This is like incredible. I love this. If you are going to fail, fail quickly and then move forward faster. I mean, this is really, really good stuff. And um, I love this. So I have a really important question for you, Hector. Thank you for giving us that whole entire, your definition of confidence and how it is related and so important to our commitment 
and whatever that commitment is. And like you said, it could be, it could be related to our personal life. It could be related to our business, our children, whatever it is. So that was a a huge um, education. So thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. But now getting back to your, your book, when you say you don't need talent, what do you mean? Don't we all need talent? Well, here's the way I define talent, and again, we'll kind of go over this kind of quickly, and then I'll move into the, the actual the title of the book and what I really meant by it. Yeah. Talent is something anyone can do, you, me, that is a little better or better than one or more people. So if you can jump higher, hey, you've got jumping talent. If you can speak better, hey, you've got speaking talent. So again, talent is something that, yes, we do have, but talent is an overrated thing. I think of sports. You know, mm-hmm. I think of the Yankees, which I'm not a fan of the Yankees, but the Yankees have this tremendous talent that most people criticize that they've bought. They have the largest payroll in baseball. They have all the top home run hitters, and they don't win every single year. Most people expect them to win every year, but I think in 2009 when they won the last World Series that they won, they had an incredible talented team, an incredible powerful defense, offense, etc. But until, until they figured out that it wasn't about talent, that it was about the everything else showing up on time, giving somebody a pep talk, being able to go up there and tell the next guy who's up, up, up on the on-deck circle, hey, he's throwing curveballs down low. It's about the everything else. It's about calling people and saying, how is your kids today? I know they were sick yesterday. It's not about the baseball, if you will. It's the everything else that you do around whatever you're working on that's going to cause this incredible ability to be unlocked. And I really equate talent to the abilities that we all have. And I'll quote Albert Einstein, which is one of my favorite. He says, I don't have any special talents. I'm just passionately curious. Now, curiosity is part of everybody. Everyone has curiosity. We're all born with curiosity as one of the abilities. Now, if you don't trigger it, Obviously, it's not going to be useful to you, but it's in there. It's, it's part of you. What Einstein was, he was passionately curious. He wasn't just curious. He was passionately curious. He also said mm-hmm. this. He said, I'm not smarter than anybody else. I just stay with the problem longer. All yeah, of I, us have the ability to stay with quote. the problem longer. I, I think that that's so important because it's those who really just are persistent and continue to go with their their goals or they are committed to solving their problem are those who eventually succeed. So, all right. So we're done with um, our third segment of Paying It Forward. We'll be back shortly. We're going to take a quick break. And I can't wait to share with you Hector Hernandez's Five business we'll tips. Back we'll be back shortly, everyone. Thanks. Josephine Girasi, right after these on Toginet.com. Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on Toginet.com. Juliana is certified as a life coach who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath, those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you. Here on Connect with Juliana. Through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on Juliana and her show, check out her website, connectwithjuliana.com. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. 
Tune in to TogiNet to connect with Juliana to find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface. Connect with Juliana on TogiNet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on TogiNet.com. Join host Kalen Amadio for Act Local, marketing for small business. Kalen helps concerned, confused, and even clueless small business entrepreneurs market simply, safely, and successfully. Join Kalen for some Monday morning marketing madness that will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing for your local business, this marketing black belt will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kalen will feature a new tip that you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. Act Local Marketing for Small Business airs every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard time on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Everyone, it's Josephine. We're on our last segment of Paying It Forward. We have Hector Hernandez, who's an incredible author. He's a professor. He's taught us so much already on our show today. But I'm going to try to move quickly with my questions because we have a lot to do in our last segment. So before we get started, Hector, please tell us real quick how my listeners can get in touch with you if they want to know more about your book, how they can get your book, how they can maybe even shoot you a question or two on Twitter or Facebook. Excellent. Thank you, Josephine. The website is careerandyourlife.com, all one word, A-N-D, career and your life. I am on Twitter at career and life. That's my, uh, my hash uh, name. And then on Facebook, career and your life. And please do send me feedback. Do get in touch with me. I do something that I think is one of my secrets of success is I follow up with everyone. I don't leave anybody behind. That's great. That's so important. That's really important. Okay, so that's great, Hector. So we can get in touch with you. And how about your book? How can we purchase your book, Hector? Well, excellent. Thank you again for the opportunity. It's on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and then BooksAmillion.com, and and then the publisher, iUniverse.com. And there's an e-book for the Nook, for the Kindle, etc. So please, uh, if you are interested... Uh, you know, reach me, reach out to me, and we can chat a little bit. And uh, the book's available on, on all those websites. Okay, perfect. So we're going to move right along here with um, another, a couple of other questions that I had for you, real quick here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Hector, why can't people get to that? point where they feel they can accomplish their goals. So we all know more or less what our goals are. We know that we have to write them down because once we write them down, then we somewhat become committed to them as individuals. But a lot of times we just can't get there. We can't accomplish them. Why is that? Well, here's the answer to that. And the answer is not rocket science, but is the truth. And it's it's something that we all do. And we have to catch ourselves doing it. And that is called we neglect the easy things we can do in order to advance towards what we want in our lives. So what, how I define easy is something you can do. 
just the example you said, you know, sometimes we don't write things down, we don't call the people back. Those are easy things you can do. Those are things that people neglect. And if you neglect over a period of time, you now have what I'll call the drift and neglect strategy in your life. And eventually you will start drifting away and getting away from the middle where everything happens. And again, a little bit on going back to sports, if you notice that the game of baseball starts with the pitcher, that's in the middle. The game of football starts in the middle with the kicker, kicks in the middle. The basketball game starts in the middle. Most projectors in a building or in a room where you're going to present are in the middle. Most doors in a house are in the middle. Everything starts from the middle. And what people do is they drift and neglect the easy things they can do, and they can't get back to the middle. And the middle could be just listening to this program, not hanging up, not saying that this is boring, not saying that I don't have time. You could listen to this while you're doing your daily work, while you're doing whatever you're doing today. You can listen to this. Don't neglect the easy things you can do in your life because neglect starts like a little scratch. Then it turns red, and then it starts, you start to choke on your own neglect, and you start drifting away, and it's very difficult to get back to the middle. And from the middle is when you can make your best decisions. And most of the time what we need to do is start to shift the way we think so we can get back to the middle. And the middle allows us to look at one side of the, of the horizon, which says that's where I want to go, and it allows you to look at the other side or where you don't want to go or where you've been and you don't want to go back to it. So you've got to get back to the middle so you can see your future. And from the middle, I make better decisions. But people don't achieve because they neglect the easy things they can do. Oh, that, that is so, so important and so true. Oh, my gosh. I have so many questions for you, Hector. I'm going to move on to my next question. Are you okay with that? Oh, please. Go ahead. Thank you. Okay. So you talk about rehearsing victory in your book. So what does this mean to just a regular individual? Great question. Uh, rehearsing victory is a way of what I'll call contemplating yourself surrounded by the conditions you want to produce. If I can contemplate myself surrounded by the conditions that I want to produce, you're already rehearsing your future. That's why I say one of the, you know, the, the subtitle of my website is called Empowering People to Be Able to Predict Their Future. If you can contemplate your future, if you can contemplate yourself surrounded by what you want in your life, you start producing the stuff that you want. Because Norman Vincent Peale said, you are what you think about all day long. Remember, you are what you think about all day long. And if you're not thinking right, that's what you're going to be all day long. So the point here is that we have to take what we desire and what we're thinking, and we have to eclipse those two. If we can say, this is what I want in my life, and this is what I'm thinking, and if it's not the same, if it's not aligned with the desire that you want to manifest, you're not going to produce those conditions. So rehearsing victory is being able to contemplate that, imagine that already happening in your mind, and allowing you to really believe it, because at the end of the day, everything that you want in your life has to matter. If you don't believe it matters, if the behavior you're doing today doesn't matter, you're not going to be able to rehearse your future. You're not going to be able to really see it. So if you get up in the morning and you believe getting up in the morning matters, that day is going to be a great day. If you believe doing homework matters, you're going to do better homework. If, you're going to, if you believe that asking a question of the instructor or asking a question of your boss matters, you're going to produce the answer you're looking for. It's just wow. the way it works. 
I, I think you're so right. It's really being cognitive, cognitive, is, if that's a word I'm trying yes, to yes, say. You have to really, really think about what you want to accomplish and make every, you know, it's all in your thought process. Yeah. You have to make sure that you're thinking in a positive way and taking steps toward your goal and every single action and it goes back to the decision making process that you had talked about earlier all these little steps have yeah. so much to do with where we are today and where we're going tomorrow so i think you're so right about that so talking about you know our thinking you have another chapter in the book that's titled shifting your thinking this is so hard for so many people can you shed some light on this for us hector Sure. Shifting your thinking is no different than going into the gym and con you're convincing yourself that you're going to do it tomorrow. You're going to do whatever your exercise is or walking around the block or if you paid for a membership at a gym and you keep avoiding going to the gym, well, I'll do it tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. What we have to do is start creating what I'll call a mental six-pack. Not the physical six-pack everybody wants to look good, but a mental six-pack, and I really believe that anyone can create that mental six-pack by shifting the way they think. And here's the way it works. If you shift the way you think, you will shift the way you feel. And if you shift the way you feel, you will shift the way you behave. And if you shift the way you behave, you will shift the, the outcomes you're looking for. And you stay in that cycle. Whenever I'm not producing what I want in my life, I have to shift the way I think. And I keep working at it and working at it, working at it. And then when you start feeling it, you start feeling a lot better about yourself. And you want to yeah. take that feeling because that feeling allows you now to take a better action, a better behavior. And that better behavior will produce the outcomes you're looking for. I think you're so right, Hector. And so many times we have so much to do. Sometimes we get paralyzed. And what happens is we we get immobilized where we just can't move. And I agree with you. Once we get those positive thoughts in our mind and we start moving and inching closer and closer to where we want to be, all of a sudden things start becoming easier where that big task or we were procrastinating doing a certain project, once we start to get into it, it just becomes easier. And each positive step we take, creates more positive steps in the right direction. So, Yeah, let me I give you this quick tidbit, Josephine. I, I say okay. to people all the time, to reach your full potential, you have to negotiate and deal with resistance. You have okay. to get better at negotiating and dealing with your own resistance and people telling you that you can't make it. And yeah. it's important to get better at that. How do you negotiate and deal with resistance is by applying all the things we've been talking about this morning. Wow, I think that's great. So with just three minutes left to our show, Hector, I am going to read off your incredible business tips. And then if we have a minute left, maybe you'll just um, give us a little more information about one of your favorite tips. Okay, Hector, this is what Hector calls his five business tips. He calls them Hectorisms, which I love. The first one is commit changes Every, commitment changes everything, and we talked about that. So important. Number two, without a sense of action, your best thoughts lose their value. Number three, stay close to those who inspire you and make you better. Number four, find gratitude 
and just stay there. Number five, to reach your full potential, you will have to negotiate and deal with resistance. So the one thing, um, let's just talk a little bit more, and these are great tips, about number four, find gratitude and just stay there. Tell us about that, Hector. Yes, uh, it, it could be a simple, I mean, gratitude is being appreciative and I always say to people, you know, if you went to bed last night, that was good. But if you woke up this morning, that's even better. So what you need to do is wake up in the morning and say to yourself, what can I do today? What can I do today to improve my situation? What can I do today to make a customer feel better? What can I do today to be able to tell somebody I love them or I'm sorry or how can I start to what I'll, I also call in the book reaching your better self or reaching your higher self? Gratitude is about the way you carry yourself and the way you look at your surroundings, no matter what they are. You know, I teach students uh, at a college where 50% of my students or 30, 40% of my students are all ex-felons, Josephine. They've been in jail. They've mm-hmm. been in prison. And I tell them that, you know, you are at a very special place today called class. Class is the middle for you. Class is where you're going to be able to look on one end of your life and on the other end of your life. Look at gratitude from the point of view that you made it to the building, you went up the (laughs) elevator, and you're here. And you're now going to make today worthwhile for yourself. So gratitude is about understanding that whatever's happening in your life, there are people who are struggling even more than you. They're having more problems than you. And But how do you take all of this information and now use it because... It's already inside of you. Any stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think, Hector, you did an amazing job. I can't believe we have 15 seconds left. I just want everybody to to give you a heads up that um, you can get Hector's book. Believe me, it is well worth your read. You will learn so much. So you don't need talent to succeed, but everything else counts by Hector Hernandez. And Hector, thank you so much for being a part of Paying It Forward and sharing your knowledge with us. It was a pleasure, Josephine. Thank you for the opportunity. And, And again, everybody commit like you've never procrastinated oh, thanks so much Hector and everyone I'll see you next week on paying it forward have a great week and enjoy your last week of summer this show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful each week we'll be discussing accomplishments lessons learned